So hello everybody, Joby Jugend Radio is on the air again and for for the first time in 83 episodes, it's a, almost a shame. I have somebody from uh, Tübingen, uh, in, uh, out of Tübingen in France with me, uh, Tübingen Saboteur. His uh, name is Dr. J- Justice. Most of you guys know him as Arno. So I'm very happy to welcome you on the podcast, Arno. Thank you. So um, whatever, uh, whenever, when I started out the podcast, I wanted to, to feature Jugends from all over the place. And it's, as I mentioned, it's really uh, interesting and almost shameful not to have anybody from France on the podcast, since I know that France, uh, as a podcast downloading country, is pretty well developed. Lots of people listen to podcasts, so it's it's about time to have you to have you on the podcast. But so why don't you introduce yourself and maybe talk about your Jugend, uh, your history within the two Jugend, and, and then I'll be well asking you stereotypical questions, I guess, about France. Okay. Okay. Well. Uh... I'm uh, from uh, Nantes. I live in Nantes, which is uh, south of Brittany, on the west coast of France. Uh, it's close to the Hellfest Festival. Mm-hmm. So we, we, uh, I, I, I go there every year. and It's a huge meeting for Tuboyugan in France. There's a lot of Tuboyugan that goes to the Hellfest. Uh, I'm the president of the Tuboyugan Saboteur. Uh, which uh, was founded in uh, 2005. Mm-hmm. And we chose that name because uh, we, we didn't want to have the, the name of the city because some, some members didn't live in Nantes. Mm-hmm. We, we wanted to, to, to make a more global chapter because okay. we, we have, we have a, a few members in, in Northern Brittany. We also have a member in... Uh, in in uh, who now lives in live in uh, in Canada, mm-hmm. and uh, we just chose the, this name because the it's the only uh, Tubo Negro song in French. That's right. That sure, but this is that sure is an argument. I mean, I mean, I've been with the Union for quite some time, and there's always some discussions or sometimes even arguments. Um, dealing with should the Union be named after a city or an area, or can there be other names like uh, more or less uh, uh, common, just non-place-related uh, uh, names or fun-oriented names. And, um, but you are referring to Saboteur Jugend to the Jugend because it's the only song in French. And this is why this name is, is actually picked for, for a greater French, French area. Mm-hmm. Right, um, yeah. but you would you would you would say uh, that that Salvador is a, is an is uh, most of your members uh, in Nantes or is it all yes. spread all most, over the? Mm-hmm. No, most of them are, are in Nantes. Yeah. Okay, so I mean we've been discussing this internally for ages. If this if it's a good or a bad thing, but my personal opinion is if if it helps the yoga and makes fun, let's get, let's go for it. And if it's not violating anything, let's go for it. So that's a mm-hmm. actually a really. A really cool thing, I think, and it, it, it's, it's very recognizable also to Saboteur because of, the, of that song, obviously. But it doesn't have anything to do, obviously, obviously with things that you do. You're not uh, focusing on sabotaging no. stuff. So that's, no, no. That's, that's, no. That's sometimes we, we crash. We crash some parties sometimes. Yes, uh, but uh, speaking about parties, and also you mentioned the the, the fest, the Hellfest festival. Maybe give the give the international audience a little bit of an update because. It's a, as I know in Europe, it's a very big festival with always a, a really grand, uh, fantastic lineup. How come the Hellfest developed into the 
well, one of the biggest festivals and with the, probably the best lineups in Europe. Mm -hmm. Well, it, it started uh, in 2002, I think. Uh, and it was very small, very small, mostly hardcore uh, and punk bands. Mm -hmm. And then it is, 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 uh, it went uh, bigger and bigger every year. Mm -hmm. So you, now we have, we have, we have the, maybe the, the, the best metal and punk and hardcore festival in Europe, just, uh, 30, 30 minutes from, from home. So that's great. Okay. What do you think is, is the special, is this, I've never been there. I want to, but wanted to, and obviously now it's a little bit, a little bit more difficult, but why? What was this? What is the special thing about Hellfest? Well, the 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 scenery is is awesome. You know that it's not just a, it's not like vacant plaster with billboards and everything. It's 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 really a beautiful festival with art, sculptures, and everything. And I don't know the 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 atmosphere uh, just feels great. Is it close to the sea? No, no, no. It's uh, it's 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 in the vineyards. It's know? in the vineyards. Okay. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Is so it it's, also, it's a it's a very way. it's a small rural uh, city, Clisson, uh -huh. about thirty kilometers from Nantes. And uh, the the um, the president of Elfest he, he is from there, so he, he wanted to to do the festival there. And uh, now the the city is famous for that. Yeah. Uh, have you been to, to, to Wacken in Germany, uh, the, the metal festival in the north? Yes, I've been, I've been once. Mm. How can you compare Wacken to, which is a very established festival with lots of 45-year-old mm. uh, CEOs with Harley Davidson's driving there and being all wild and stuff? Mm. I, I haven't heard anything about, uh, about Hellfest in the same range, uh, meaning that uh, seemingly... There should seemingly there are very cool people there, and it's not too much over, well over over uh, commercialized. Yeah, yeah, it's less but well, it it tends to become more commercial with uh, every year, but uh, it still have its own uh, its own uh, personality for a festival. Mm. Maybe because of the vineyards and everything, but still a big. Yeah. Whenever you check, the, I mean, I can only. Ask the, the the audience to check out the lineups of all the those years, and it's amazing. Also with new upcoming bands, Turbo Negro played there, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So um, really great bands <coughs> playing at uh, all the time uh, uh, on Hellfest. So I, I don't think I think I don't know I I couldn't compare it to America because I'm not very familiar with. But it seems mm -hmm. like Hellfest is the for punk rock and metal is the best festival, and obviously. After, after this one and a half years now, it's is it is it was it happening this year? Or did they cancel it? Yeah, well, yeah, it was canceled this year, last year mm -hmm. too. So next next year, uh, it's gonna be a two weekend festival. Okay, so it used to be mm -hmm. one weekend and now it's two. Yeah. So they make yeah, it bigger. Next, yeah, next year it's gonna be two weekend festival. So I don't know if I go to the two weekends. I don't think so. I'm too yeah. old for that. Yes, it hurts. It hurts. I mean, really. But it's but it's only for weekends. You cannot stay there for the whole week, right? No, no, no. Yeah, but this is even unhealthier. I mean, we were, yeah, the two of us. We were both one of the older you members in the Uganda right now. I would I would say, uh, but and this uh, this hurts, and we know, we all uh, 
<laughs> no one understand that. But that's a very cool place. So, so thank you for for updating us on on the on the Hellfest. You were mentioning also the the, the, the tons of Yugans in France. Uh, how would you describe the last well years in in the in the of to be Yugans in France? Is it a an ongoing process of always new Yugans popping up and uh, hitting the scene, or has it sort of a little bit stopped uh, or decreased the new amounts of Yugans? I think it's it's a uh, it decreased a bit, mm-hmm. and uh, with the, with the the situation with uh, COVID, you know we, we can't gather anymore, so yes. it's it's been more difficult. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's actually a very valid point you say? Would you say that uh, uh, because of the, the 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 pandemic of the last year and a half, would you say that uh, that you were allu- or Tubingen in France, I can only ask you for France or your own Jürgen, that uh, that the Tubingen is losing members? Yes, I think so. Even we are, we are less active, the saboteur. We barely meet during the last last year. So mm. I don't know. And and I think Tubo Jürgen, for me, it's, it changed a bit with, uh, with, uh, with Tony being the new singer. Why would that be? I don't, I, I, I don't, I don't feel the same danger when I see Tony than when I used to see Hank, if you know uh-huh. what I mean. Yes. I mean, Chris Trusso, I think I referred to it in the last podcast as well, or in one of the uh, uh, podcasts before. Um, he, Chris Trusso from Tubing and Oblon, he, he, he always points out that he wants to uh, music to be dangerous, funny, and sexy, right? It's, and this was exactly the three qualities that you are referring to in Tuba Negro yeah. in their heydays uh, were dangerous and sexy and uh, funny as well. So this mm. this combination, you're, pro- you're probably referring to to this combination. This is not a, I, not a, I don't understand it as a, as a bold criticism, but it's such, just the way you experience it, right? That's it, yeah. Mm. And um, the last album was is, is shit. <laughs> Sorry, okay. I had to. I had to say it. <laughs> well, this is uh, since I on 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 the on the on the my last podcast on our uh, Tobago Radio last uh, podcast, we were <coughs> talking about Retox the album. So yeah, um, I love Retox. Uh, yeah, and it's a very good album. I think so too. Mm-hmm. But uh, I will be discussing the last uh, album, the Rock and Roll Machine, as well at, at some mm-hmm. later point. Um, going through it song by song, but uh, what I can tell is that I, I don't have any statistics. And Bartosor Cathesis from Trubigan, uh, St. Pauli, who lives in the US, he knows my wish that I would like to see some because I'm a pretty data driven person, at, at least in, a, in my real life job. Um, I would like to see the, the, the data of Jugends, of the new Jugends, uh, all during the years. And I think there's also a strong correlation between the album. Or to be to be to uh, Negro releasing an album and then going live on a tour, then uh, all of us show up in the Kuta and people see us and they want to be like us. So that, mm-hmm. that that sure is a factor, I think. And as 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 you are also pointing out, and same thing goes for my Jugan in Vienna. Um, as as you are not meeting that often, as you are not going to festivals, as you are not meeting other Jugans. There is the danger of tubing and fading out a bit. I'm not tr- trying to be negative, but it's. I think it's a, a valid point that you make. So, would you have any recommendation 
for you guys out there, how they can, uh, well, get things going again for established Jugends? Well, that's a tough question. I don't... Uh, I mean, we can, uh, I don't we, know. Can, we can think about it. I mean, there's a difference between... Yeah. I think the band with their releasing of new albums and touring, this is a factor for probably for new Jugends being found. But mm -hmm. with established Jugends, uh, it's it's a different animal because people get older. I mean, you got mm -hmm. older ever since 2005. I mean, like I cannot tell you, young, young and beautiful. And but I know that when I look when I'm turning uh, uh, forwards and look at myself from the back, I sure know that I I really got old. And yes. uh, I it's about 20 years now, um, almost for my Jugend. So. I think one point that I would like to think about, or maybe uh, we can just, just talk or think about this together now, is maybe um, um, like attracting younger punk rock listeners to the Jugends and having some fresh energetic blood uh, mm. injected into the Jugend could, would be a good move for establish all the Jugends because eventually it could drain out with only old dudes hanging around who've had it all. Sure. And I think it's this is could be one of the tests for 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 presidents of Jugends mm -hmm. to, to think about how, how they're gonna attract uh, young people. Mm -hmm. I see what you mean, but I, I don't I have no solution to offer. Yes. Yeah, I mean just talk maybe talking to people on concerts and, and trying to, to get them involved uh, uh, into in the, into a conversation. I mean they, they should be able to talk to you. Uh, about what they see in the Jugend or when they just stand, stand around and hang around. I remember all the time when we always had to explain what this whole thing is all about with the Skuten and Sailor Hands. But uh, yeah, I mean, this is certainly a topic uh, to, to think of. How can, how can we strengthen the Jugend uh, from, from now on, with, especially with the pandemic giving us a blow and hitting the Jugend yeah. also as well. Mm -hmm. and structure, not the structure, but the, the quantity of Jugends. Um, but going back to France, um, one thing, and I'm turning into a more stereotypical questions, we've, which you probably have answered a million times in your life. Um, I took a, a few questions, notes of a few questions. Um, French kissing. I mean, the whole world talks about it for ages. Uh, I don't know if the the, the 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 social media generation still, if that's still an issue, if, it, if or if that's the normal, no, most normal thing. Well, how about? French kissing. Uh, do you have any ex explanation how this ever, how does this term evolved and why it's there? Well, I don't know. French are kinky. French are kinky. Okay, but that, that, <laughs> that's a start. What do you think that is? Well, I don't know. It's it's a stereotype, but yeah, we are kind of kinky. We like to talk about sex, so we don't we care. Would you say that that uh, that that two two vegan in France is more open than in other countries because you are, as we all know now, kinky? Maybe, maybe, happened. <laughs> uh, so, but if if you call French kissing kinky, um, uh, well, let's put it in, in, in into a different perspective. Uh, what is the worst? Is are there strange stranger things happening with two vegan in France? Things that you see there and not in in any other country? Uh, no, uh, I don't think, I don't, I don't know. I don't see anything special. No, we just, we just a bunch of degenerates. <laughs> and kid, yeah. how about kissing each other? Is that a thing that you, 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 yeah, you, you we, do with your, we do it a lot. Yeah, yeah, we do, we do it. 
we do it. Male, male we kissing, like, that is, right? Yeah, male, male kissing. Yeah, female, female kissing. Male, female kissing. We, we, we do everything. We do all the combinations. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so um, do you think, while well, referring to French kissing, do you think that... Um, French kissing will the the, the 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 art of French kissing between Yugans, sailor men, or sailor sailorettes. Mm -hmm. Do you think it will decrease also because of the the pandemic? Can you see a trend in the decrease? Can you see Mister uh, Mister Justice? Can you see a, a decreasing of French kissing uh, in the in the French Toby Yugans lately that is caused by COVID? Well, obviously because of the pandemics, but. Uh... We we still well when when we see each other we we still kiss each other. Okay, so there's no hesitation there. No, no hesitation. Because in general, I think uh, I notice that also. Well, any if with people inside and outside of the union you meet, you I can tell a little bit of a hesitation because people do not know how to greet each other anymore. Mm. Is that something you could you would also uh, uh, confirm? Yes, I confirm. We some people, uh, you know, in France, we we like to kiss in the cheeks to say hello. How many and times? Two times. Not three. One each. Okay, because there's certain countries that kiss kiss three times. I don't know why. Yeah, but it depends. Some parts of France is just one. In Paris, is it's one, or maybe two. But in in the in the. Uh, Near uh, Strasbourg, is, I think it's three. It depends on the region. Where That's I live, interesting. It's, yeah, where I live, it's two. And okay. now people are, are with the pandemics. People, some people are more reluctant to kiss people. Mm. Uh, is it also common for like the general French public to kiss uh, all when you meet a, a friend, a male friend, you kiss uh, on both yeah. sides of the cheeks? Really? So yes. that's common. Yes. That's totally common because I, I'm from. Yeah. Vienna, Austria, and I think it's also a very kinky country, which has been mm -hmm. documented uh, quite well. Um, but we only kiss cheek-cheek uh, with friends you know. Well, with really close friends, you know. Otherwise, you're not doing yeah. it. Yeah, with male friends, it's, it's only if, if uh, you're a good friend with that person. Yes. But, but uh, before, you used to kiss uh, someone you just met. It's, oh, it's not, okay. yeah, it's not, uh, it's very common. Also between, between, is it only the kissing only if you met for the first time or you don't know the person really well, it's, it's between men and, and females, twi yeah, the, the twice yeah. kissing and with men, yeah. it's only if you know them really well, right? Yes, that's it. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yes. This is, um, okay. But I, I can tell that this is also something, you know, at least in Vienna, Austria, uh, it's also, in, at least with my friends, it's very common to to kiss. Uh, for, at, at least when we haven't seen each other for a long time, then we mm -hmm. kiss both both sides of you because we really want to express our, our love. Yeah. Because it's, I think it's very manly to be able to do that. By the way. Mm -hmm. Okay, but okay, that's a kind of interesting that uh, you are very really active in in French kissing in the Jugend, and you are not you're not uh, uh, you're not gonna stop. Life has to go no. on. Which, no, no, we won't stop. That's a healthy attitude. Um, stuff I will also, um, I'm also asking on a podcast when I talk to two Yugans from different countries is this food. I like food and food is a great thing. And 
I once had a uh, uh, a really well downloaded podcast, and I was in uh, in Montreal, Canada, mm-hmm. and I had a really good, really good conversation. We were in the basement, and we we're standing for like five five sailors and sailorettes just in front of the toilet there. And we were talking about poutine, which is a, which is a French fry related food, which is exceptionally well suited for dealing with a hangover. And my question to you is think about, or tell me about hangover food in France, because France, French food is obviously really nice and fancy. Mm-hmm. Is there anything that deals with hangover? Well, I would say oysters. Oysters. Yeah, okay. that's not for everyone, but uh, yeah, I would say oysters it works pretty good. Uh, is that is common? That, is that commonly known in France? That uh, uh, in Brit, yeah, in Brittany is is very common in Brittany. And Brittany being we, the, we, being a part of France, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So with a with a twist of lemon, oysters are perfect. You not but you do not cook it. You just it's just a plain. You open it and then you yeah, it. you open it. You pinch uh, some lemon juice yes. and you slurp it. And that helps the hangover. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's a, but that's a, how about anything else? How about for, because of, you know the stereotypical picture of the French they eat frogs, right? They eat mm-hmm. the, the the thighs and legs of frogs. Is that something that is really that common in France? No. No, no. Uh, maybe I, I, I ate frogs maybe three times in my life. It's, uh-huh. it's not that bad, but there's, no, it's, it's very cliche to, to, to say we eat frogs. It's very, it's not common. Yes, and it's, it's not a ha- good hangover food as well. Because you, know, no. you have, okay. because you have to know that if you talk anything on the podcast, everyone in the world, in the two-weekend listening world will... We, I don't want people to just to run after frogs and eat them if they're drunk. This is something no. that, can, that can happen with the yoga. <laughs> That's the way they are. Mm, but no, I would, I would definitely not recommend frog legs for a hangover because it's fried, you know, deep fried with garlic sauce. And no, it's not good for hangover. Hangover. Okay, <laughs> but, uh, but you would recommend jumping, jumping into the sea on the next day and try to get, to get you some oysters and, and yes. put some lemon on it. Oysters are great. Cool. Um, I'm talking about the, um, the oysters. Oh, no, I, I lost my I lost my idea. I wanted to go deep deeper into the oyster stuff, but okay. But this is uh, next to poutine. We have another uh, uh, hint and help for everyone in the Yugan. If you're hangover, just have an oyster. Mm, yes, my, 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 uh, have twelve oysters. 12? Yeah, 12. One oyster is, is ridiculous. You, you need to have at least six, but then you can go up to 12. 12 is a perfect amount. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. How often do you eat oysters? Once a month. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Is Maybe. it an expensive food in France or is it... Uh, no, no. no. When we, we're close to the ocean, so it's not, it's not expensive. Mm-hmm. But you never Maybe. cook them. You always eat them raw, right? You can cook it, but I don't like it. I, I like it raw and alive. When is the, at what age do do French uh, people learn to eat oyster? At a, from a kid on? Yes, 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 absolutely. It's very it's it's very common for for uh, you know a Christmas dinner for 
uh-huh. New Year's Eve for, for special occasions, there's always oysters where I live at least. Okay, so uh, what are the chances of you taking a bucket of oysters to the next belt of Yugantaga? Have you considered <laughs> it? Yes. Or, or, or would you be able to? Because we at the fish market in mm. Hamburg, of course, there should be oysters. I would th- really think I've never checked. Have you looked for oysters at the fish market? No, I, I don't remember. I can't remember seeing seeing oysters at the fish market. Mm, yes, but maybe that should be a thing that you should be educating people uh, with at the well to you can talk to educate them on on hangover food and you will be, be the the teacher of uh, hangover food oyster. With pleasure. You were up for it, right? Yeah, of course. No worries. <laughs> cool. Okay. Well, I don't know if I joined that because I'm with I'm not the, the best with fish and everything, uh, but uh, I would uh, at least hit me up and I'll. I'll when we pre- prepare the next well to be you can talk a podcast the oyster learning session will be on it it's powered by dr justice okay and the organizers will listen to the podcast and they will reserve a, a slot for you um okay. talking, talking about well to be you can talk uh, talking about uh, music i'm just um, wondering do you know any french band i mean that that you would recommend for the Jugend to check out because they're so extraordinary Cool yes. and good. Chris Rolling Squad. Really great, great uh, band. You know, high energy rock and roll. Really good. They released like, two albums. Uh-huh. It's very good. They are still active? Yes. Yes, yes. They okay. played, a, they played a, a show uh, in Saint-Brieuc for the Tubo Yugen Saint-Brieuc last month. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're really good. Say the name again, Chris? Chris Rolling Squad. Chris Rolling Squad, right? Yes. Okay. Um, and I'll be happy to feature the, the, the one of their songs uh, uh, on the on the Green Puff at the end of the co- of the podcast. So if you, you can just uh, name one song and then we'll we'll put uh, it on on the end. I don't remember uh, the the name of the song. Sorry. Yes, we'll get, but we can do that later. And I, I just I just put it on. So. Uh, Yes, uh, they should be the, the listening to that. If it's a cool rock and high energy rock and roll band, just 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 uh, listen to it and and uh, yeah, uh, we'll recommend that. Uh, do they sing in French or in English? No, in English. In English. Is there anything like uh, French punk rock with French yes. language? Uh, my favorite f- uh, French punk rock band is called Les Sheriffs. Les Sheriffs. Okay. Sheriffs. Yes. yes. And they, they sing in French, and it's really good. Okay, so we'll post that also below the, the podcast. So that's another. I have I, I knew a band called. I got to know them in 1988, <laughs> um, and their name was Ludwig Ludwig von Ludwig, Acht, yeah. Ludwig yeah. von uh, von 88 or what is that? 88. Ludwig von 88. Yes. What do you think about them? Uh, it was a f- it was fun punk, right? It was yeah. a fun punk band, yeah. Mm-mm. Yes, but they the not my kind of not my cup of tea, I would say. Okay. Uh, they were I remember one song they were singing about Louis Bobet. Louis Bobet, yeah. What is that? I never knew it. Louis Bobet, he was a French uh uh a cyclist, a champion. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in the in the I think the the forties or okay. something like that. So they, they they made a song about it, about him. 
very stupid song, but very it's bad. one of their it's one of their biggest success. Are they still around uh, the band? Ludwig? I don't think so. I uh, don't think so. No. Okay, but interesting. I never knew. I knew. I never knew anybody who knew about that band, and so it's it's always cool to, to meet up on a uh, on, on the podcast to be able to talk about uh, French music and and kissing and uh, and, uh, and and the strike and the dangers of the Yugen losing members and everything. So there was mm -hmm. a cool conversation. Is there anything you wanted you wanted to share with the Yugen out there on the for the podcast about your activities with your Yugens in France? Uh, unfortunately, we, we didn't do uh, many activities recently, and we, we, I can't wait for uh, this shit to, to go away and get shit-faced again with my, with my Jugend brothers and sisters. What event, do you have any annual events with your Jugend? No, we, we usually go to Hellfest. That's your thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and there is a... Uh, Turbo Jugend uh, French party in Paris every year, but uh, not for the, the last two years. Okay, so that's, this has also has to get going. Oh, but yeah. I, I would have really be happy, happy to, to, to meet again in Hellfest. Yeah, should be on, on our minds. Uh, we'll, but the lineup is not out yet, I would think. But uh, Sorry. is the lineup out for next year's Hellfest? Yes, I think so. Oh, yeah, think so. yes, it's out. But unfortunately, it's sold out already. Oh God! Yeah, yeah. Every yeah. year is sold out in in minutes. Yeah, because it's so good. But maybe mm -hmm. people can check on uh, YouTube, and there's I think there are sites out there where you can see the whole Hellfest. It's cool, really cool bands all the time. So um, yeah, maybe in two years, for my fiftieth birthday, <laughs> or three years <laughs> for my fiftieth birthday, I can make it there. You're always welcome. So we can hug, eat uh, eat oysters, and French kiss. <laughs> and eat oysters yes <laughs> okay cool Arno thank you for, for taking your time thank you for that really great conversation and filling us in on Tubi Jugend in, uh, in France uh, hope to thank see you, you very soon much. Yeah. and uh, keep kissing okay cheers, cheers see you bye soon bye, bye. So Dr. Chestis from Tubejugend Saboteur in a conversation with the Tubejugend Radio and he also mentioned that there is really good punk rock going on in the country of France. We were mentioning it as said and we're going to be presenting you a cream puff um, by a band from La Roche sur Yon in France um, of their al uh, 2019 album Spitfire. The band is called the Chris Rowling Squad and they play a pretty well known and well liked in the tubing and I would say style of rock and roll basically. They refer to their music itself as the missing link between Bo Diddley and Slayer. Well, I don't know about Slayer. But I sure know about good music and I sure know about bands like The Boatsman and, and all those, the bands from this uh, niche of punk rock music. So I'm very happy and proud to present to you Dr. Chester's recommendation of French punk rock. The song goes by the name of The Life You Waited For and the band again 
enjoy the Chris Rolling Squad. <laughs> 